Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to the 200th episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jay Mert? What better way to celebrate than to have one of our biggest battles? This is something we fight about constantly. Oh, man. I know. We're going to fight about some aspects of this, and then we're not going to fight about other aspects. But look, if you want, if you like it when Jen and I fight, hang on. Hang out. We're Buckle do your seatbelt, right. kids. I'm going to do it up right. All right, guys, thanks for joining us. We love having you here as always. And today, Jen and I are going to throat punch each other on the subject of buyer consultation. The do them. Consultation. We do agree on this. Do them. Do them. Yes. Well, there's a lot we disagree on. I know one particular aspect of the buyer consultation, but let's, let's pull back 50,000 foot overview. Jen, why do you think it's so important that we do the buyer consultation? I don't, I don't understand any, there's no logical reason why you wouldn't. Yeah. If you're driving right now and you're listening to this, you're like, ah, I'm going to probably turn this off. I'm good. I don't do them. I don't, I know I should, but I don't stop. Don't press that button. You need to understand why these are like the most important thing you do. So people will say, well, it's my family or they're my friend or they're a past client. Right. Right. Do them. Right. Right. Guys, here's, here's why we have horrible reputation as agents is because we just take a piece of business and we just roll with it. We don't ask questions. We don't consult. We don't show up in a professional manner. We just deliver some sort of service. Like, I'm going to kind of like disagree with you, owners. but not today on that. What? On a different, I'm going to disagree with you on why people don't like realtors. That's Well, that's true. There are lots of reasons, but one reason is the overall lack of professionalism. Oh. And that's the way we oh. conduct each, ourselves around a piece of business. I'm going to show up my best for my yeah. friends and family because that's where you the should. next thing is coming from, right? Right. I want to well, show here's them. Here's the thing. Me. They're going to refer you, right? Theoretically. So- they don't, and this is the biggest, usually a home or an investment property. It's a very large asset when you look at all of your assets. Mm-hmm. And if I want somebody representing me and my largest asset, I don't want them to be a ding dong and I want it to be professional. And so you come, you explain the whole process, even if they've heard it before, yep. explain it again to make yep. sure that they didn't forget something. That's right. And you're really, you're demonstrating your process and people want to be led and they will feel comfortable when they're being led. And this so is why people go to McDonald's because they always know what they're going to get. It's process, right? Eat McDonald's. You just know. Yep. I think it's a huge mistake, whether you're list doing listing or buying to not go full bore, put your best foot forward, put your system in place, demonstrate your process. I don't care. I, I, t- I joke about this, but Jen, I did a listing presentation with my dad and I did the entire thing and showed him all of it. 
you should do more with your dad and parents because they think of, especially like your best friend from college, she thinks of you of that drunk person that she had to drag home from the club. Not you. Not you, girl. Not you. Yeah. But I'm just saying like your dad wiped your butt. Like he <laughs> needs to know, like you need to overcome that visual in his head. You know, now like I you're a professional. Visual. Jesus. Thanks for nothing. I do want to talk about though, what you cover in the buyer presentation. When do you do it? Like all the stuff. Okay. Well, that's one place where we're going to argue. I will yeah. show a house before I do a buyer's consultation. Yes, 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 I will. Why? Because, it's so Because it's dumb. realistic, Jen. It's realistic. And I live in a reality. It's clearly not realistic. I've sold a bunch of houses and not done that. You don't show houses. I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's super. over. Done. But if I did, if I did show houses, I would have this showed job. a couple of houses before I've had some buyers. I understand that you've had a couple. I just, <laughs> I just think there's a reality. All right. I get it. I understand your point. Prequal, blah, blah, blah. And yes. you're not and, going to a listing appointment without asking questions. Are you? Nope. Nope. Okay. But, but I am showing a house before I'll do a buyer's consultation. <laughs> okay. I disagree. I think you should set the appointment for the buyer's consultation, use the house that they want to see as leverage to set that appointment and you can go right after. Mm -hmm. What do you okay. think about that? I think that's and not you can also use it as leverage to get that buyer agreement signed. Yeah, baby. Strike two. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, another point where Jen and I uh, do not agree. Jen says, always get the buyer uh, yes. agreement. Agreement. They haven't hired you. Why are you working for free? They have not hired you. You are not their realtor until they agree. The only way they agree is by signing a paper, agreeing that it's happening, and agreeing that you get paid. Mm -hmm. I understand. You don't I do agree. understand. Here's the thing. I, it's hard to argue against that because you're you're right in some ways. It's not a wrong statement. Then there's just the the other alternative to that in Which a way. Is what that, work for free? No, but I have not. I bet I've lost one deal in twenty years. So this just is putting up an unnecessary roadblock. When it's not what, a roadblock, it's like do. Can we, do we feel like, I feel like I can help you. Do you agree that, that, do you think I can help you? Okay, great. Let's formalize our agreement. That's Again, it. It's Are you getting wrong. listing paperwork signed? I'm just, what's that? Do you get listing paperwork signed? Because it's required. Okay. So if it's, it will be required. The buyer agreement will be required. It is when? happening. When? I don't know. I'm not the Department of Justice, but I'm saying <laughs> it is happening. It will happen. It is happening. 100% guarantee it is happening. You might as well do it now. When it is required, that will be much easier to handle. Everyone really? That's the only reason you get it is because it's required? That cannot be the only reason. No, that's not the only reason. There are lots of questions around that. But for the buyers, what? Here, here's the deal. I have the discussion. I use that document to explain that I'm going to be going to work for them and I would like a commitment from them that they will be working with me exclusively. 
So what's the problem with signing it then? Well, I just, it, it has caused friction where it didn't need to be for me. Oh, girl, that's some internal stuff. (laughs) I think it might be. (laughs) You know, I used to, when I started out, I used to, because I thought it was required and I did it every time. Yeah. And, then, and it wasn't a problem and it didn't require, it wasn't, didn't create any friction. And then somehow you got all messed up in your head yep. that it created friction. And then it did. Oh my God, you manifested friction. Stop it. You know what, what caused it is the manager. I was with uh, Huff Realty at the time. The manager said, Monica, you are so good at getting these buyer agreements. Would you speak at the next office meeting and let everybody know your process for that? And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you mean? And he's like, yeah, nobody else is doing this. I'm like, what? You don't have to do this? And then you're right, like it twisted. Yeah. I got oh my God. It Stupid. Was it's a really, it's really bad. Honestly, it's bad business. And for somebody like yourself who values professionalism, mm-hmm. and for our listeners who value professionalism and they also don't prefer to work for free, this the buyer you even use it. You just don't have them sign it. The buyer agreement. And usually the board has it. If you want, like we did ours kind of one-off because there was a time we were like adding a a fee and Mm -hmm. I wanted to be clear about the fees and what we did, what we didn't do. It also, like you said, it allows for the conversation to happen. Mm -hmm. So it, it allows you to talk about for sale by owners. It allows you to talk about new construction and then it's in writing. And then it's like, okay. And they naturally know they're at a business meeting, business meeting ends in a decision every time. And the decision happens in writing and in a business meeting. And I like it. your argument. I listen, if you guys, Jen's right. Freaking use them. Thank you. Use I'm them. Just telling and you. if you want a copy of ours, you can edit. Just send buyer, text buyer to 513-400-1691. And I'll send you ours and then you can edit it. Text buyer lockdown to, <laughs> to 513. Text that one word or two. Text buyer in chains to look, especially in a market that we're in our world today, we're getting a lot of conflicting like messaging on Mm -hmm. the real estate market, right? It's it's hot topic. It's Mm -hmm. very confusing. Buyers, generally buyers are desperate. Mm -hmm. So when people are desperate, they will naturally act in desperate ways. And one of these ways is going to be to cut your ass out. Now, I'm not saying that you have to enforce the buyer agreement. You can make that a business decision. I'm just saying once they've signed it, they think twice about cutting you out. I've only ever been cut out, you know, maybe once or twice in 20 20 years. And it's because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. Well, congratulations. I'm just saying it happens. And why even put it for chance? Because you want me to solve a problem that doesn't exist for me. We'll just move on. <laughs> okay. So, now listen, the topic of this podcast is a little broader than this. So that is one component of that buyer consultation yes. is the buyer agreement. Mm-hmm. What else are we doing? What is the purpose? What are we taking advantage of that time to set ourselves up to make our lives easier when and if we get to this sale? So- when right. I've done buyer consultations, I don't, I already know what they think that they want. Three bedroom, two bath, da, 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 da. No. Right. Like, yes, I know that you think that that's what you've been told. This is what I should have. But what I'm really interested in is what 
what is your lifestyle? Where do you live now? What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? What are you hoping? You're selling a dream, right? Like, what is this house going to give them? Are they wanting to buy a house? Because people only buy and sell because something else is going on. Are you planning on having kids? Are you getting married? Are you, are your parents moving in? Like, what is this, what's happening in your life that this house is the answer? That's mm -hmm. what I want to find out. And it's hard to do that when you've, you've looked at a house that either works or doesn't work when you're in somebody else's house as an option, it's hard to think out. It's hard to think outside of that house. Mm -hmm. And you, that's why you need to do it separately from showing. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a whole separate conversation. Mm -hmm. I understand that. And it is usually we're at out. their house already. Oh my gosh. Um, one I'm thing I take advantage of today, you know, one thing I take advantage of in today's buyer consultation is um, finding out what they think is going on in this market. And I Ooh, say that very purposefully. Idea. Yeah. Because notice I don't say, I, I tell them about what's going on. Mm -hmm. You got to ask the question and let them talk. Um, so I'm sure you've been, you know, saying stuff about what's going on yeah. in this market. What's your impression of what's going on? Oh, I love that question. Boom. Yeah, you got to find that out from them first, because you're going to start telling, telling, telling like you shouldn't do. And they're not hearing you. They're not absorbing it or they disagree with you. And they're yeah. now too nervous to say something or they heard differently or right. their, their aunt that used to sell houses back in the 80s said something sure. different, whatever. Right. Right. House. So I think it's a time to set the expectation of what it's like out there. Okay. So they're looking in X, Y, and Z market in this price range, pull that up and look at days on market and look mm -hmm. at that price to sale price, sale price to original price comparison. Like just give them the data. Look, You're they're right there. two days for 102%. Mm -hmm. Like that we got, they've got to see the facts again, be the bearer of facts here. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really important in today's buyer consult. I also think it's important to ask who else is, who's helping them. So, and to explain that you're going to come down and it's going to be narrowed down to, you might only have one choice and it's mm -hmm. not everything that you want. Mm -hmm. So let's prioritize what you want. Let's talk through these things. And yeah. the first house that we find, because there's not a lot of inventory, it most of the time is the right house. That is the house. It's the first house. So I like mm -hmm. give them permission for the first house to be the house. Give it, that is huge, Jen. Give them permission. We we could possibly see your perfect house the first time. And I it's say okay. it's likely. Yeah, good. There, perfect. I love that. Because it is, I, right? If we have really dialed in what you want, we're not looking, if you really want a three bedroom house, we're not looking at one bedroom condos, right? Right. Right. And there's only going to be in this, there's only going to be a certain number of houses. Now, as the market changes, what will happen is like, and I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you this. I'm not like saying this to the, during the buyer consultation, yeah. but what will happen is you'll have two houses and neither one of them is going to be perfect. Right. But they're all, they're going to be the top two, because if the top two, like we're going to rank it and we're going to see like four house, we might see four houses, right? If the first four don't work, the next 10 aren't going to work. Mm. So we don't need to see all 14 houses. Oh, you mean that are available right now in our yeah. future land of perfect real estate that I cannot yeah. wait happens again. Thank God exactly. it's going to happen. Exactly. Yes. Um, yes. And I think um, 
a couple things. One is asking people what's important um, to you about that. Because when they right. say, you know, I want, you know, we want the large finished basement or we want the two car garage or whatever, what's important to you about that. Um, and then that will lead you to being able to say, all right, if we found you an otherwise perfect house that did not have the finished yeah. basement, would that be okay if it had everything else? Oh yeah, that'd be okay. Well, now all of a sudden I'm not going to put finished basement on the search, right? Yeah. And create these scenarios that are like, if like create scenarios, like, okay, so yeah. it has a finished basement, but it's only two bedroom, but they're both otherwise the same. Which one are you choosing? Yep. Because then you and see like, where the priorities are. Exactly. Yeah. And you got to get smart about your questions because you've got to spend time to think about what you're trying to get from that buyer. So my favorite buyer question is how do you make decisions? And I've been asking this for 20 years, but right now it's more important than ever. How do you make decisions? Because if you've got two people, especially one of them's going to be a, an analyzer and a processor and a thinker yeah. and going to need it overnight. And the other one's going to go on their gut and be like, this is my house. Let's do it. Right. right? I love those people. That conversation now, like, okay, Mr. Seller, Mr. Analyzer or Mr. Buyer, Mr. Analyzer, how are you going to fare through this? Because we're not going right. to have time. Is this going to yes. be okay for you? And what's going to make it okay? Right. I love right. it. You, what you're what you're talking about is asking tough questions because mm -hmm. the more tough questions and the more you dig in deep now, the better off the entire process is going to be. Mm -hmm. And if you have showed them a handful of houses or it's been a while, they have and they have not found a house, they have either not won one or they have not written on one, mm -hmm. they have lost faith in your ability to help them. So you have mm -hmm. got to bring them back for another buyer consultation, you missed something or you're something exactly. changed. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Look, it's the difference between you showing up like a track builder or a custom home builder, right? Mm -hmm. Track builder, you got very few options. It's beds, baths, like uh, price yeah. area. That's you, right. the realtor track builder. Right. Custom is what you want. Meaning ask the questions, find out more, find out why, find out how, yep. when, all the things. All right. Let's talk about a couple tips outside of the box thinking, look, you've got a buyer. Sharon and I just went over our buyer pipeline. Yeah. Wow. I'm it's sorry. 15 it's 15. Refer them out. Listen, 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 Linda. listen, Linda. Do you know that? that do you know that TikTok? Listen, Linda. I don't, but it sounds, oh, uh, right. The kid. Yeah. The kid. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. He calls his mom. Linda. Anyway. Um, so we talked about some strategies. You tell me one thing you guys are doing. Um, circle prospecting, of course. I mean, honestly, it's a we've actually we have had really good luck with circle prospecting because it gets you in front of people that are thinking of selling before they sell. So, huh? Before they sell. Right? Before they sell. So right. you can usually, the buyer buys their house and then they go, the seller then goes to do another, like get another house and you usually can get Both all the sides. commission. Nice. I like it. Are you, what are you using for circle prospecting? Red X, of course. Red X, baby. That's yeah. right. That's right. And they're one all of right. our actual, they're one of our partners. Yep. So if you use code fight club, they'll waive like a setup fee, but their data is really good. Oh, nice. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
two things we're doing. Um, one is if I have a buyer, we have a buyer that's really, really specific in what they want. We will go back and search expireds, withdrawns, cancels, and solds. Yeah. Solds mm-hmm. in that very specific search criteria. Mm-hmm. And we look for the agent that's doing this, the most amount of that or the couple okay. agents that are doing the most amount. And mm-hmm. we will call those agents to see what they have like that coming up. Hey, my client would have loved your house over on 8th Street. What do you have yeah. like that coming up? That's a good mm-hmm. idea. And we've done that before on expireds. Like if we had a client that was looking mm-hmm. for something, hey, you're, especially an investor client, it's pretty easy. Like, hey, you're listing that expired three years ago on whatever matches mm-hmm. their criteria. Do you still think they're wanting to sell? Yeah. And we've sold. Oh, like, we sold, probably... but I got something else. I just closed a $506,000 sale that way. Called Ooh, it the for those of you that don't, that don't know, our average price point in Ohio is like $1.05. That's so that's a really good, good sale. It was, it's double what our average sale price is. Yeah. And she said, no, we ended up selling that. But I tell you what, I got something very similar coming up in two weeks. I'm like, let me in. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And if you're, if you're nervous about being on the phone, door knocking, having these conversations, um, one, get out of your head to just yeah. call or text me and I'll walk you through a script and then we'll make it your own. And it's really easy. You're just talking to people. Don't be a yeah. secret agent. That's right. This is also easy to call your, your sphere. You right. guys always, you don't want to talk about real estate. You don't know what to say. Well, now go to work for your buyer and call your sphere. And guess what happens? They're like, they hang up that phone. And they're like, wow, she's oh. doing that for them. Yeah. She's amazing. And exactly. you just say, hey, I've got two buyers. They're looking for this and this. Do you know anybody that lives in a house like that, that might be looking to sell? Right. No, they're just like, who do you know that lives in a house like that? What's their yeah. number? Look, yeah. you call. Yeah. And <laughs> hey, nine times out of 10, you're not going to see anything, but you're going to have really good conversations, real estate related conversations, demonstrating what you do and how you work outside of the box for people. And that's worthwhile. And honestly, there's something about doing, doing like this type of stuff, even though it doesn't necessarily always lead to the exact result you're looking for. It's mm-hmm. like something happens where then the house pops up or then yes. like, I don't know what it is. It's like some type of universe, whatever. Yes. It, like it ripples through the rest of the world. Activity breeds activity for Get sure. Them. For yes. sure. Look, we emotion. agree on something. Right, there it is. There it but is. But if you're not working for them officially, you probably shouldn't do this. Bite me. <laughs> I can't bite you. You're on Did the Did I say bite me? I meant fight me. Fight me. <laughs> But it came out as bite me. So either way, I think that's going to have to be the end of today's episode. I hope you guys liked it. Share this with somebody that you have had this conversation with or you think would benefit from this. And and thanks for always tuning in and, and checking us out on Instagram and Facebook and yada, yada all the things. And if you're looking for um, that buyer agreement, text buyer up to me at 513-400-1691. If you're looking for a way that you can partner with Monica and I to help you level up your business, level up your life, do all the great things, get more freedom, make more money, all the good stuff. (laughs) Join our team without giving us any money. That's what it is. Yeah, baby. We'll just help you. Call or text me at 513-400-1691. All right, Monica. Thank you. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club Podcast. 
make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.